Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Wikipedia page for the indictment of Donald Trump. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. That's right, everybody. We want you to subscribe. Now, Donald Trump is having a few problems in the legal department, and he is the first president for this to ever happen to. It sure is. So it's history making. It's an historic week for the United States. Let's read it. Indictment of Donald Trump. This article is about the 2023 criminal prosecution against Donald Trump regarding alleged hush money payments. For other uses, see New York versus Trump disambiguation. It's really funny that he's been in so much trouble that New York versus Trump is a disambiguation. That's actually a really good point. Like that's how... That's how many times he's been in court versus New York. We need an entire glossary. Here we go. On March 30th, 2023, Donald Trump, the president of the United States from 2017 to 2021, was indicted by a Manhattan grand jury for his alleged role in a scandal stemming from hush money payments made to the pornographic film actress Stormy Daniels. Prior to the 2016 U.S. presidential election, the indictment, the first directed at a U.S. president, concerned 
falsified business records regarding the payments Trump faces 34 charges of falsifying business records in the first degree. The charges were under seal until published when Trump was arraigned in the Manhattan Criminal Court on Tuesday, April 4th in New York. Falsifying business records is a misdemeanor, but could become a felony if done to further another crime. A court trial for the scandal is not guaranteed or might not be scheduled for months following the indictment. The indictment was filed with the New York Supreme Court, which is the ordinary trial court in the state of New York and not the final court of appeal for the state at the end of the business day on March 30th. Trump, who resides in Florida, traveled to New York City on April 3rd and surrendered to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office on the afternoon of April 4th. Because of security concerns, his surrender was not public. NBC News reports that officials familiar with his arraignment do not plan for him to be handcuffed, put in a cell, or be photographed. Analysts expect Trump to be released after his arraignment. Throughout the investigation, Trump verbally attacked his prosecutor, District Attorney Alvin Bragg, and accused him of having political motivations. Despite the indictment, criminal charges do not illegally preclude Trump from running for office, and he has already declared his candidacy in the upcoming 2024 presidential election. The indictment came as a surprise to Trump and his aides as they were expecting it to come weeks later. Trump and his legal team believed the district attorney's office would reach out to them directly. Instead, they learned about the event from the press. Unfortunate. (laughs) Now we're going to skip to the Manhattan Grand Jury investigation section. We're skipping over the regular background of the Stormy Daniels Donald Trump scandal because we did an episode on that last week. Manhattan Grand Jury Investigation Following Cohen's admission of guilt, Cyrus Vance Jr., the Manhattan District Attorney, opened an investigation against the Trump Organization and two of its executives. The office paused its inquiry when federal prosecutors of the SDNY began a separate investigation into the payments. Vance said after Trump's indictment that SDNY had asked him to stand down and he complied. In July 2019, SDNY prosecutors stated that they concluded their inquiry into Trump and signaled that he would not be charged, though a Justice Department policy prohibits the indictment of a sitting president. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office then issued a subpoena for the Trump Organization in August, seeking documents relating to the payments. Additionally, the office subpoenaed accounting firm Mazars USA, demanding eight years of Trump's corporate tax returns. Trump's lawyers sued Vance to block the subpoena, citing Trump's immunity from criminal inquiries as the president of the United States. In Trump v. Vance, the Supreme Court ruled 7-2 in favor of Vance, allowing the subpoena to continue. In December 2020, Manhattan prosecutors began intensifying their investigation, investigating employees of Deutsche Bank and insurance brokerage Aon. The Supreme Court ruled once more in February 2021 the Manhattan District Attorney's Office could obtain Trump's tax records and obtain these records following the Supreme Court's ruling. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office began focusing its attention on Alan Weiselberg, the chief financial officer, CFO, of the Trump Organization and charged the Trump Organization with running a tax scheme in July. Following the 2021 New York County District Attorney election, Alvin Bragg succeeded Vance as the Manhattan District Attorney. 
In February 2022, Mark Pomerantz and Carrie Dunn, the two prosecutors retained by Bragg to lead the investigation, resigned, asserting Bragg was not pursuing charges against Trump aggressively enough. Bragg continued the investigation throughout 2022 and moved to continue the hush money inquiry into Trump. In January 2023, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office impaneled a 23-person grand jury and began presenting evidence of Trump's role in paying Stormy Daniels. The grand jury had been hearing evidence for two months leading up to the indictment, typically meeting on Mondays and Wednesdays. In March 2023, prosecutors signaled an indictment was likely, and on March 18th, Trump claimed that he was to be arrested the following week, calling for protests in anticipation of a possible indictment. New York City police began to increase security in preparation for the expected indictment on March 21st, and a second time for the second expected indictment on March 30th. Metal barriers were set up around Trump Tower and the District Criminal Court building. A law enforcement source told Reuters that police would close streets around the courthouse in advance of Trump's expected appearance on April 4th. On March 30th, prior to the grand jury voting to indict, an unidentified witness testified for approximately 30 minutes to them. I wonder who that was. Other investigations. Trump is also the subject of two additional investigations. One over his efforts to overturn Georgia's 2020 presidential election results and the other in Washington, D.C. over his handling of classified and national defense related government documents. The New York indictment is not expected to affect the Georgia case, according to a source familiar with the thinking of staff in the Fulton County District Attorney's Office. Charges leading to indictments stemming from this investigation could come as soon as the first half of 2023. Pre-indictment statements. On March 18th, Trump wrote on Truth Social that he would be arrested on March 21st and called for protests to take our nation back. I yelled that because it's in all caps. Time magazine reported that prominent supporters and far right groups who responded to his call in the January 6th U.S. Capitol attack were reluctant. (laughs) As they should be. A demonstration was held by the New York Young Republican Club on March 20th, though it was vastly outnumbered by the presence of journalists. On March 22nd, a post was made on Trump's Truth Social account featuring two side-by-side images. One image showed Trump with a baseball bat, and the other image showed prosecutor Alvin Bragg. Wow, that is not a good idea (laughs) at all. The post was eventually deleted, with Trump explaining in an interview that the post shared an article by the National File, a right-wing blog that had those side-by-side images, which was why the images appeared in his Truth Social post. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, That sounds like a lie. Yep. On March 23rd, Trump wrote on Truth Social that Potential death and destruction in such a false charge of himself could be catastrophic for America and that only an American-hating degenerate psychopath would charge him. (laughs) Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you decide whether or not you're a degenerate psychopath. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. I guess Trump is still having trouble with the law. Uh, Now we're going to get into a couple of specifics that I think you might enjoy. I want to be very clear that while you can no longer be clinically diagnosed as a psychopath, I'm going to start using the phrase degenerate psychopath because I think it's really funny. All right. Way to explain the humor out of it before you got it going. Indictment. The Manhattan grand jury voted to indict Trump on March 30th. Acting New York Supreme Court Justice Juan Merchan will preside over the case. On April 4th, Trump attended a plea hearing and pleaded not guilty to all charges, meaning he may go to trial. If found guilty by any means, he will be sentenced. I wonder if he got a plea deal. That is not what we just read. Oh. The charges are believed to be related to Trump's payment to Stormy Daniels as hush money, which could be considered a violation of campaign finance rules under the federal law because it helped his election bid. The payment was listed in his business records as a legal expense. Falsifying business records is a misdemeanor under New York state law and can be a felony if committed to cover up another crime. This requires the prosecution office to link a crime committed under the state law to one committed under the federal law. Arraignment. On April 3rd, Trump flew from Palm Beach International Airport into LaGuardia Airport on his private plane and took his motorcade to Trump Tower, where he stayed the night. In addition, he also hired a lawyer who previously defended Paul Manafort during his fraud trial in 2016 and now left his law firm to aid in representation. After the arraignment on April 4th, Trump is scheduled to speak at Mar-a-Lago in the evening. Police increased security in and around Manhattan ahead of the arraignment. Authorities said there were no credible threats of violence or organized plans of protest. Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, warned protesters to be peaceful. Merkin ruled that there would be no TV cameras inside the courtroom, allowing only five still photographers, and the courtroom's glass doors were covered. Oh my God, those still photographers are making so much money. I bet. (laughs) Those five still photographers are racking up the dough. More money than I'll ever make in my life, I'm sure. Trump is not expected to have a mugshot taken or be handcuffed, according to people familiar with the arraignment. 
As a mugshot is shared to identify to media and the public defendants who flee, Trump, a publicly recognizable figure with a significant amount of photographs, would not need to have one taken. Officials were concerned that if one were to be taken, it would be readily leaked. Upon entering the courthouse, Trump was put in police custody and placed under arrest. Trump entered the courtroom an hour later, pleading not guilty to 34 felony charges. The indictment was unsealed and released shortly thereafter, alleging that Trump committed 34 counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Misinformation and Conspiracy Theories Before Trump's indictment, Bellingcat founder Elliot Higgins facetiously created an AI-generated image of Trump being arrested using Midjourney. Higgins was clear that the images were fictitious and did not seek to distribute them widely. Nonetheless, social media users spread the images without clarifying their origin. Once the indictment was handed down, QAnon accounts on Telegram began posting about trusting the plan and how the storm is upon us, referencing conspiracy theories surrounding the deep state. Other conspiracy theories purporting a connection between George Soros and Bragg were promoted and spread by Trump, DeSantis, Senator J.D. Vance, Senator Ron Johnson, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, Representative Anna Paulina Luna, and Representative Paul Gosar, who called Bragg a Soros DA. Although Soros did donate to progressive criminal justice reform group Color of Change, which contributed to Bragg's campaign, Soros is only one of many such donors and had no contact with Bragg. Threats were also directed at the two, and some on Trump's social media platform Truth Social called for armed defense of Mar-a-Lago, though there seems to be no real coordinated effort. (laughs) Uh, well, there you go. I can only assume that Donald Trump is in a place where he did not ever think that he was going to be. I'm sure he thought that he was absolutely bulletproof and he may prove to be, you never know. I mean, he's done some things as president where we thought, well, this must be the thing or, or this must be the thing that stops him and it hasn't stopped him so far. So who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. I like, I got to say that this wasn't the thing that I was expecting. So I have no idea what to think. Neither do I. Good luck to us all. This has been the Wikipedia page for Indictment of Donald Trump. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at Wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your efforts to Google arraignment and indictment. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.